0: Do you shop on Amazon.com? Of course you do. You can now support the Midwest Podcast Network while doing so. Go to Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com and a very small percentage of your purchase will go towards making our network and its content even better. That's Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Bookmark it today.
1: That is, that is almost funny.
2: <laughs> it's almost like it, it, reminds, me. it reminds
3: me of the RoboCop thing where just dudes keep showing up and get their dicks blown off.
0: <laughs> Honestly, somebody needs to uh. edit that with, like, penises.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seriously, that's what it looks like. It almost looks like... They just shot plates of all of them, and then they just have Jeffrey Dean Morgan say inserted
3: baseball. <laughs> inserted a baseball. Bat. Yeah,
0: that's what it looks like to me. They shot. They shot Jeffrey Dean Morgan on a green screen because <laughs> yeah. they couldn't
1: decide, and then they just yeah. composited in the. It's like that's it's exactly like Ryan Gosling
3: wanting like, his cereal. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's exactly it.
2: <laughs>
3: well, it's <that> so <sighs> bad. Isn't that? It's such a dumb show. It's bad, right?
4: Yeah, it's pretty like, that terrible. Was bad, right? Yeah. I think yeah, it's worse was, than bad. And that was, like, taking 15 minutes for him to actually decide. To even start the eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and then four minutes after that's... After that started, yeah,
1: goes through every traditional
4: verse of Eeny Meeny Miny Moe. They need to do a cut of that where it's like he's doing the Eeny Meeny Miny Moe for like an hour. <laughs> Eeny, <laughs> oh
3: my god, can we do this, please? <laughs> just keep cutting to the wide of him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> please, please, I need this like in uh, ten hours <laughs> 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 <walking> of <around, like,
2: laughs>
3: Eeny, and then, then doing that wink to the camera, like <laughs> and just change to like the sun is
1: coming
0: up
2: eventually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's still Doing it, <laughs> you, you loop the audio so that you see the full cycle of a day. Yes. <laughs> Please,
3: one of them falls asleep at some point. <laughs> Somebody do this, oh, man. It with, so... with, with the deep voice,
1: with the <laughs> module. <laughs> <long voice. laughs> It'd be so easy to do <laughs> <laughs> to loop that whole just
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, just over and over yeah. again.
1: Multiple baseball bats. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good, good cocky video. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Nick. <laughs> Ojo. Uh, I'm Willie. Today we are <laughs> going to talk about what we've been watching. We're gonna play a little game I like to call Washington v. Van Damme Names of Justice. <laughs> and then finally we're gonna spoil the hell out of Daredevil season two. But before yeah. we get to all that, feedback at MidwestFilmLayers.com is where you can write to us, let us know what you think of the show and the things that we talk about. We're also at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Search for us on Facebook, iTunes, all that good stuff. We're on there. And Midwestfilmers.com has all previous 172 plus bonus episodes with full show notes. So you can skip over the territory and other things you don't want to hear. Amazon.midwestpodcastnetwork.com is where you can shop on Amazon and have part of the money that you spend come to us so we can make our show and network even better. And um, yeah, go to midwestgamenerds.com and go to the support store if you want to buy Midwest Film Nerds or Game Nerds apparel or donate to the network. Um, So, Frame Friday this past week was actually sent in by one Alice there, and uh, it was... Actually, A Clockwork Orange, we had a winner on uh, on the Facebook in Jason Weaver saying that would be A Clockwork Orange, and I also asked um, which one of the hosts shares a name with one of the main characters, and of course, it's me.
4: Wow. No, yeah. it's me. Well, it's also you. Wow. You know, <laughs> it's
0: Gojo and I, and then Alistair, Alex's. Alistair wrote, does this mean that Alex is going to beat the hell out of Tim, Nick, and Willie any one of them challenges his leadership? Probably not
1: that would be a hilarious fight. <laughs> PM, me. Match. PM me for details. <laughs> yeah, ladder uh, match, Midwest uh, film nerds. Yeah,
0: be I fun. think also uh, Rick wrote Indiana Jones Five on the Instagram, and uh, <laughs> Eric Stuckey also had the correct answer, but he was late. Nobody so wrote Wayne's Leisure World. Well. No, no Wayne's Le- You you didn't fill the fill the role. Didn't no, nobody the stepped in. Um. So now the that billboard goes unanswered. Yes. The, uh, I really wonder what happened to that guy. Maybe Hollywood just assassinated Maybe him. he's the guy that
1: Jeffrey Dean Morgan... <laughs>
0: <laughs> you right we're ways. probably going to... Let's just get out of the way right now. We're probably going to make a lot of references to
2: <laughs> the, the finale of The Walking yeah, Dead last if night. If you don't even, watch even The Walking
3: though, Dead, then just watch the YouTube video at the end of the season. And you'll know what we're talking about. I haven't watched The Walking Dead like
1: on TV in five years. Yeah, yeah. I've slowly watched it. I and mean, I've always laughed and thought it's really bad. And this is, like, super out of context, and I think it's even worse. Like it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's it's so, really funny, it's though, right? It's so bad. It's so poorly done. Yeah,
0: I stopped watching in season three, and just hearing how butthurt everybody was about last night's episode. It's just, <laughs> and are, then, are
1: you a little, like, you got a little bit of glee inside? It's only, you? It makes me a little
0: happy, because I'm like, here you go, guy. But the the thing is that... It's been this way the whole time. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, But the, the thing is that... The season's going to premiere this fall and they're going to have record numbers again, which is just yeah. mind-blowing and stupid. You but I won't
1: reveal it till the end of the episode anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the whole season is a flashback. <laughs>
4: it's where how he got the bat and how he developed his love for enie Meeny miney mo yes yes and it's just him like wandering the hindu kush learning as many verses as he can uh, as part of his spiritual journey yes <laughs> and if he gathers all the hidden verses to enie Meeny
3: miney mo he will ascend to the next plane <laughs> yes as as somebody who got their podcast start in a walking dead podcast yeah uh, there's a reason why i was not on that podcast after season two, no
0: matter how hard I tried to get you to do it, just a cross promoter. Uh,
3: yeah, they're they're great guys. They're, yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing to do with them. I just I couldn't watch the show anymore. Yeah, yeah. no. Anyway, anyway,
0: we can get on to what we've been watching. John
3: Berthal's doing really well for himself. He got out and he's safe now, uh, for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah,
0: we we discussed the Frank Darabont show that he left and went to. Yeah, that's all right. Which then folded. He's landed safely. Yeah, I, I feel like
3: Jeffrey Dean Morgan maybe has not. He's had a rough year, I feel like,
0: between this, this
3: finale and the movie we reviewed last week. it's <laughs> oh, not doing so great.
0: He's, he's Thomas Wayne in Batman v Superman.
3: I th- I thought he was. And
0: but- Maggie oh, from The Walking Dead is Martha. Yeah. Oh, shit!
2: So, oh. they Martha. share that scene
3: together and also scenes... Why'd you
4: say that name?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: so yeah, there was a forum comment, real quick. There was a, there was a, th- like a poll on some forum about, like, how many of you feel robbed by the Walking Dead finale? Because I had to go on the boards and, wa- and read, um, and somebody goes like, <laughs> "Oh no, it was the poll was like, who do you think he killed?" And then there are a lot of like for the first comment was just like, "Who gives a shit?" <laughs> <And then> my- <laughs> there are a bunch of other ones, but one of them was surely Thomas Thomas Wayne wouldn't kill Martha Wayne, right? And then the guy the guy below him goes, "Why did you say that name?" <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, the boards, well, well done.
0: Yes. On the boards. yes. All right. Uh, What we've been watching. Nick, do you want to go first? No?
1: I I want Gojo to talk about BVS first.
4: Oh, that's what he's been Gojo, give us your thoughts. I have three things I've been watching. Two of them are extremely disappointing, (laughs) and one of them is I haven't gotten that
0: deep. One of them is Batman v (laughs) (laughs) Superman.
4: BVS, POS, as I call it. Um, Basically, everything you guys said last week was, was, yeah, right on. Um, It was. I went in expecting it to be bad because I had heard it was bad. Yeah. So maybe that colored my opinion. But there was nothing in this movie that I really liked. <laughs> there were some things where I was like, oh, that doesn't offend my senses. <laughs> um, and then the, uh, had I been with, with people who, had, who shared my unique sense of humor, I probably would have busted out laughing during parts. Oh, like, we, oh yeah, my God. We, we, I think we all did. During the Martha thing, the nuke. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the bats carrying Bruce out of the cave. I,
0: I um, forgot to talk about the one moment that I really laughed at that I couldn't think of at the time was when Batman rounds the corner in the Batmobile and Superman's just standing there. <laughs> He's hanging <laughs> up, <laughs> just waiting for him. Yeah. He was just like, smoldering. <laughs> oh, God. It
1: was like, that, that was kind of, what made it, made it funny was the cut to Batman's face was his mouth hanging out. <laughs> oh. It's like, God Damn it. <laughs> was it was it Tim? I, I guess we didn't had. talk about that part. Somebody was like, hey, why isn't he why isn't he stopping people or like saving yeah, people yeah, right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh,
4: Superman just saved these criminals. He's yeah. like, I'm gonna
1: fly right to where I think he might wind up with the Batmobile and just wait. Man, if he comes down the corner, it's gonna be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look so cool. I
3: can't wait. Oh, here man. he comes, here he comes, I hear him.
4: <laughs> God, it was just uh the movie had no focus. It had no uh I don't know what the purpose of this movie was other than to plug DC's yep. continuing universe. Um any any deeper message it might have had uh is just lost because it doesn't really pursue it. Uh just just nothing real nothing good about it, honestly. Even even those who were all right. Um I mean all the actors were were great except for Jesse Eisenberg, who was basically a toothache during the whole movie. Um, uh, just ugh. um even the the ones who were good weren't good enough to really rise above. I thought um,
0: they just didn't have the bats to carry.
4: <laughs> yeah, if if the if only the guys the, that
0: was funny, you should laugh
2: more. <laughs>
4: it was good. Yes, if only the swarm of bats had lifted this movie out of the cave of of blundering filmmaking. Hmm. Um, so that was that was uh, disappointing. Uh, WrestleMania thirty two was last night. Mm-hmm. It was also disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not filmed, so I won't talk too much about it. <laughs> um, and I uh, uh, what was it season six of Archer just came out. Uh. Um, <laughs> yeah, Archer's still going, <laughs> and it's hilarious.
0: I'm like four <laughs> seasons behind on Archer, and I really like want to watch it, but I just never do.
4: It, it, it. I think it gets better as it goes on.
1: It seems
0: it,
4: to come out so rapidly.
1: It doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like season three just ended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I
4: think they're I think they're on like season seven now, which is yeah. why they put. Well, season they
0: had a whole seven. season where it was not even a, a spy show anymore. Archer right? Vice, yeah,
4: yeah. It was basically they go down to the south, and it was like it I was like see. three Burt Reynolds movies combined, <laughs> um, which oh, was great. His love of Burt Reynolds. Oh is, yeah, uh, it's honestly, it's terrible. it's a it's a great show. Um, I I really enjoy every every season.
1: Hoping for that Frisky Dingo revival. Yeah. One day Netflix. we never finished that,
4: did we? We never I honestly never really started it. I've only seen like. Snippets? Selected clips. Yeah. yeah. You've seen them.
0: all the clips that Nick has posted on my wall over the years.
4: <laughs> I've probably seen about 90% of the show just <laughs> in bits of In pieces. segmented form. <laughs> yeah. I actually have several Frisky
1: Dingo clips uploaded onto my YouTube channel. Yeah. It's <laughs> the only thing I get comments or views on. It's really funny. I'll get an email once in a while saying, like, you know, Cloudy Stranger 20 commented on your picture and. <laughs> <Cloudy>. <laughs> I don't know comment's on
3: your video, and I'm like, what video? Who's this? And then I go, oh, okay. It's Frisky Bingo." Is it cloudy stranger like somebody else's fart? <laughs> it, it, sounds like a, it sounds oh, like a God. sex move. Watch out it? for the cloudy stranger. <laughs> it's, it sounds
1: like a sex move, like a Cleveland steamer or something. Yeah. All right, we should come up with the, with the definition of the uh, listeners right in. Right what, in. Are, what is the, what is the great cloudy, s- cloudy uh,
4: stranger?
3: <laughs> All right, um, Willie, what have you been watching? <laughs> did Archer end on a cliffhanger? Did
4: it,
1: who does Archer beat over the head with a
4: baseball Oh God, I don't remember how it ended. Um, does he recite nursery rhymes? No, it, it ends when he finds out he has another kid. Uh, uh. Um, that was season five. Uh, s- the last episode I watched was it, it ended when he found his um. Oh God, he had some special alcoholic drink that was delicious, and then <laughs> Lana knocked it out of his hands. So yeah, it ended on a pretty bad cliffhanger. <laughs> I want to know what happens after that. Fate of that drink yeah. is in the. Yeah. Balance. Was, she was basically Jeffrey Dean Morgan with a baseball bat to that drink. <laughs> yeah. Um. All
0: right. Really. Uh. You watched the Walking Dead finale? The clip the of last the last five episodes, no, five minutes.
3: Yeah, yeah, I sure did. I also watched WrestleMania. There were a couple of good matches, but it was a disappointment overall. I tend to put on a movie before I go to bed at night. I fall asleep to something, usually like a drama. Like it's something with a lot of dialogue. Harry Potter. nice music. Harry Potter always works too. Uh-huh. But I I left the Harry Potters in, in Colorado for, mm. for my mom because she was a fan. Um. Potterado. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I watched half of Goodwill Hunting. Still good. Still holds up. Good stuff. Still hunting? Yeah, still hunting, still good. Still, <laughs> still will. Um I watched half of Shawshank Redemption. I watched the other half tonight. God, what a masterpiece. I'm sorry. It's wonderful. It's That's a good movie. It's a one- it is the perfect like comfort food of a movie. Like it <laughs> just you feel so complete after that movie's finished. You felt every emotion possible. Huh. And you feel fulfilled by the end of it. Um and then I watched God, what else did I watch? There was something else. Pacific oh. Blue? Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. I watched a couple episodes of Pacific Blue. Um, about bike cops in San Bernardino, uh, Santa Monica, Santa Monica. Uh, no, but it does tie in eventually to Baywatch. It, it is so. in the Baywatch verse. Baywatch
4: verse. Um. Yeah. And by bikes, we don't mean motorcycles. They we are, mean pedaling yeah. 10 speeds. I thought
0: I thought it was like an NYPD blue thing and Sipowitz was gonna like show up or something. <laughs> in biker shirt in biker. little shorts. <laughs> yeah. In
3: short shorts.
0: Uh sadly no. That does not oh, happen. Man. Well, it might
3: happen. Who knows? And then I watched um Crystal Lake Memories for like the fifth time because I watch it every few months. Mm-hmm. It's the documentary about the Friday the thirteenth franchise. It's like Nine hours long or something? No, it's six hours long. Like Jesus. it's Ten burns, Doc. It's so sweet. Like, they go in-depth. I mean, they have to with six hours worth of... It's good. It's, th- it's, it's 12 movies, it's though. It's only
0: three per- 300% longer than our uh. <laughs> right, yeah, only. Yeah. yeah.
3: But that's a half-hour movie. That seems fair. Yeah. So, yeah. Watch that. It's good. All right.
0: Nick, Yo. what have you been watching? <clears throat>
1: been watching some films, trying to watch less television because it's making me, it feels like
4: fast food.
0: Makes you want to take a baseball bat to somebody's
4: head. <laughs> just some random person and not know who it is later. No. No, it's just,
1: it, it doubles my attention span. Yeah. I think if I watch too much TV and I start to have a hard time watching movies, which is not a problem I want to have this early in life. <laughs> um... <laughs> So I finally watched Alpha Dog, and this is funny because my phone autocorrected it to Aloha Dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Is that the sequel to the Cameron Crowe film last year?
2: Aloha Dog.
0: <laughs>
1: um, at the uh, Atomic Dog, there's actually a hot dog called the... No, it's called the Hula Dog, my bad. Mm. Oh, never mind. Um, Alpha Dog. This is a movie that Willie has been telling me to watch for like eight years. Mm. and Since I've known you? Yeah, pretty much. Like, dude, it's really good. And uh, I finally watched it. It's pretty good. Uh, it was better than I expected it to be. Um, I like a lot of the people in it already, so it was kind of cool to see uh, like what what is a pretty good cast. <clears throat> Emile Hirsch is really good in it, because yeah. I usually really like Emil Hirsch, and by the end of the movie, I wanted to hit his face. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, that Emile Hirsch is no good. Speed and, racer. Yeah, exactly. Got to watch that now to cleanse the palate. <laughs> uh, it still didn't make me like Justin Timberlake as an actor, <laughs> so... Yeah. That train has sailed, I think. Because it's the one movie that was like the last Bastion. Everyone was like, just watch Alpha Dog, man. Just watch Alpha Dog, and then you'll see. And I watched it, and I was like, yeah, that was JT with a bunch of tattoos acting like an idiot. Cool. Um,
0: You'd watch End Time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> also a reunion of him and Vincent Carthizer. Yeah. but By the way, Vincent Carthizer in, in Alpha Dog is hilarious. because <laughs> he, he, he just, was in that. He just roams through the background of most of the movie going, Whoa! With <laughs> his arms up, just like exclaiming <laughs> things. He has no lines until probably Act 3. It's really good. Uh, oh, Ben Foster in yeah. Alpha Dog is really funny. Because he's like a black belt, but the movie doesn't explain that to you. So do you remember the scene where... Emil Hirsch throws him through a table. I've never seen it oh, you've never seen it okay, no. I thought you'd seen it. I want to well, there's a scene early early, early on in the movie you know I'll, I'll help with your understanding of the movie. Ben Foster's a black belt and he's like this skinny <laughs> Jew- skinny, black, skinny Jewish dude covered in Nazi tats for some reason, <laughs> and Emil Hirsch throws him through like a glass table at one point early in the movie, and Ben Foster does like the Bruce Lee move where he like Flips his legs back and like leaps up out of the table, and it just happens with no explanation. <laughs> and then the movie keeps going as though like this is all acceptable, and you're supposed to be along for the ride. And I was just laughing. I was like, "What the? Explain that, please." Because it's like it's a full on Spider-Man move. It's hilarious. Like he does it. He he does it out of a table that was all glass. Out of the frame, like, <laughs> yeah. like just boom, he out leaps of it. Right out yeah. and keeps chasing after him and beating the shit out of him. It's really funny. And then he shows up at this party later and proceeds to like beat up like eight dudes in the room.
3: Doesn't he make like like mouth sound? Doesn't he make, like, oh, yeah. Just go? Wah! Yeah, like Because he's, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> he's like high on math the whole it's time. It's really
1: funny, and it's like he's pretty dark and pretty creepy in it. But that those parts are hilarious. They're really good. <clears throat> uh, I also finished my voyage through Django Unchained uh, at long last. It's pretty good i uh I wasn't as angry at the epilogue as I think a lot of people have been when they've been like the movie ends like Return of the King style. It just keeps ending <laughs> um, I do think it's a little too long, yeah, but that's Tarantino for you uh but a lot of the characters are really good, a lot of them have really memorable lines uh Christoph Waltz is really awesome in it he's got he's got some pretty spectacular moments, and I actually liked Jamie Foxman, and that's not a guy I normally like at all, so um yeah, he was pretty good in it. And then uh Southland Tales we can yes. talk about. So for some weird reason I got the itch <laughs> to watch Southland Tales, which if you've never heard of or not followed, like I weirdly have, it's a movie that came out in two thousand six. So we are we are at the uh, the ten year anniversary of Southland Tales hitting this planet. And unless it came out in O five I can or whatever, but I'm yeah. gonna say oh six. <laughs> It's a movie that Richard Kelly made. I think it's his follow-up to Donnie Darko, Mm -hmm. so probably hotly anticipated by many. And it comes out, and it's this weird, winding, confusing, generally incoherent, bombastic, overly ambitious, overly acted, swaggering piece of cinema. (laughs) And I remember thinking it looked really interesting 10 years ago. I think I took it home from the, from work, from the video store. <clears throat> and I watched it, and I was like, what did I just see? <laughs> couldn't stop watching it. And it's long. Yeah. It's long, and I started it late at night, probably when I got home from work. And I watched the whole thing in one sitting, and I was like, what?
3: I remember the next day coming into work and being like, dude, Southland Tales is really sweet. <laughs> like you, you remember, Yeah,
1: it's not good, but it is pretty sweet. <laughs> 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 like, it's... I can't even I can't describe it. Like what could I have possibly said to you to prime you for that movie?
0: I don't know. It's got
1: a bunch of former SNL cast members <laughs> playing like drug dealers and shit. It's really funny. Yeah. It, it's it's so bizarre, but it, it's really interesting. And if you're if you're willing to like think abstractly about it while you're watching it and maybe do some reading about it after the fact, uh it's it's kind of a worthwhile experience.
0: It's prime territory for like the stuff that gets canceled or completely shunned that Nick and Alex like a lot. <laughs> Cuz that's a category now. I think it's yeah. on it's on Netflix. You can go and scroll through it, but um,
1: what what other movies does it feature? Uh, it's R- 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 Rubicon. well Rubicon's on there. <laughs> yeah, Rubicon's in that section. Firefly. Firefly.
0: Um you could put Tron, Tron Legacy Tron in franchise. there. Tron, yeah, Tron, yeah. Fireflies in there. John Carter. John Carter's yeah. definitely in Ravenous. there. Ravenous. <laughs> Soldier. Yeah. but uh no it is one of those movies where it makes you like i still haven't done it because i haven't had a ton of time as of late to just sit in front of my computer and like look through (laughs) all of this because it like the movie is the it starts at the third act of a six act story pretty much fourth act it starts at the fourth act yeah and there are three prequel graphic novels that richard kelly wrote that came out after the movie came
3: out. i knew there was a comic of some
0: sort yeah and so i really want to know what's in those and like how it all really comes together
3: actually i totally want to get it
0: now yeah i wonder if they're super hard to find at this point no no, 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 they're they're on on amazon really Yeah. yeah so i mean yeah i don't know but it's a really strange movie and i think it's i think it's if you, as long as you're not taking it seriously, it's fun to watch. It's it's got it's got a real visual style to it that not a lot of movies really do. And and he doesn't he doesn't give a shit. He like made the movie and you're experiencing it, and that's like that's you're it. either you're either in or you're out. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's uh it's it's probably like a ten episode season of TV crunched into a movie. Yeah, because there's a there are a lot of really interesting things at play. And it's really interesting watching it now because it yeah. came out in '06, and it's a lot of stuff that is in it which seemed like far-fetched futurism is like stuff that's happening. <laughs> yeah, and so watching it now, it's
0: funny watching it in an election
2: year. I,
1: I've okay, I've literally <laughs> seen this movie twice, ten years apart. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad that that's how it went down. <laughs> I'm really glad I never rewatched it. I mean, I bought the DVD, like, I, I watched the movie, and then I bought the DVD, never watched it. <laughs> bought the Blu ray, like, eight months ago, never watched it. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, the time is it's right. On,
0: it's on a 10 year sign curve for yeah, you, yeah, where it, you're yeah, just exactly. like, every 10 years, it's at the peak southland tales interest i that really, happens i yeah.
1: really 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 want tim to watch it if he's never seen it i wonder I if he desperately has. want to know what tim would it has the rock do. in it so so it's probably and the rock that. is is pretty good i i said to alex beforehand the only thing i like primed him with was i said it's before the rock was really an actor he's like kind of an actor yeah and so he's not always good in it but he has some scenes that are really good yeah and uh and they're really funny the Rock is pretty good. I actually usually don't like Sean William Scott and I kind of like him in this movie even though I don't know why. There's
0: a bleach blonde John Lovitz yes. in this movie. <laughs> who,
1: plays a, who plays a crooked cop.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and my favorite character is Christopher Lambert who who deals weapons out of the back of an ice cream truck. And it's so awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, what did... Oh, I said I wanted a band with... with uh, Gun dealer Christopher Lambert and punk head Bill Paxton.
1: Oh, oh they have almost the same wardrobe. It's really yeah. weird. It's <laughs> like awesome. it's almost seems intentional. That's like awesome. he's wearing the clothes that that um, Arnold puts on at the beginning of Terminator. That's awesome. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting movie, and there's a lot in it that is really fun to think about like it's it's very it is pretty abstract you can follow it i mean you can follow the general story you can
0: if you if you yeah. are if you want to pay attention to this movie yes. you can pick up the pieces but definitely but it, it doesn't really do you any favors i wouldn't say
1: i i totally think it's a movie that everybody should watch at least once though yeah. just, just to either rain unholy shit <laughs> on it or or to be like you know what I liked that, and I don't know why. It's like trying the most extreme sushi roll on the menu, and being like, "Man, what was that?
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe in ten years I'll have it again."
1: <laughs> yeah. If any seriously though, I'm and I always usually throw out a joke like right in for this, but uh, for real, if anybody, if anybody has seen this movie or considered it, please at least write it and say like, "Should I do it?" or like, cause, I've been dying to have a conversation with anyone about this movie for 10 years, and I haven't until, like, just literally yeah. just now. Alex and I haven't even compared notes on it really yet. <laughs> he just We just looked at each other when the movie ended, and I was like, so? And he's like, <laughs> So So, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want to see a movie with a scarred, uh, gross, chin-bearded Justin Timberlake <laughs> sitting in a mounted machine gun on the end of Santa Monica Pier, yeah. watch it. Because that happens. I do now. Oh, yeah. man and it, oh this movie has the fakest fake beer ever it's, oh my god it's, it's so just, funny. they didn't even try <laughs> it's just water it's, it's worse it's than water. like season 3 lost Dude, Jack it's, Beard? It's, it is hilarious the, no beer like, oh they said beer no, no not beer, beer. No, okay. no, no 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 beer because there's a lot of scenes where people are drinking beer and it's so clearly water yeah and there's this great part where the rock has a six pack but it's still in like the plastic rings and he's just walking around like this
0: I think he has like two or three of them open. Too, yeah, yeah. he's just reason. kind of
1: holding it over his head and tilting his head back and dumping beer on himself to drink it. And it's really it's funny, <laughs> but it's water. So it's it's Steve Austin taught him that.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not even it's just, hilarious. it doesn't even look like it could be like a lighter beer because no, it's it's there, so there's no bubbles at all. It's just pouring straight <laughs> dead. Like,
1: yeah. Sometime we'll just have to get together and I'll watch it. Yeah. And maybe that I'll, I'll make that my keyframe. So we'll have to there, watch there it. There you go. <laughs>
2: All
0: right. Uh, real quick, the only other thing that I watched this week was a TV show on Amazon Prime. It's one of their originals called Bosch. Uh, it yeah. stars Titus Welliver Titus. as Hieronymus Bosch. Uh, he's a he's a detective with a with a special forces past. Perfect. And it's it's great. It's fantastic. It's a very good. Um, I wouldn't put it quite all the way into True Detective. Uh, season one territory because I think that kind of transcends the cop genre but if you want good non-procedural cop show like actually serialized cop show where you're following a case over a season absolutely check it out Uh, we just we Nicole and I started it Saturday night we watched two episodes and then yesterday we watched eight episodes and that season was over oh so there's two seasons out there now we just started the second one it looks like it's gonna be just as good and Definitely worth checking out. Taze Lover is awesome. Yeah, he's gr- he's great in the show. There aren't a lot of like really big names on the show that I know of. It's a lot of like random people that you've seen on like 24 and like all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. But but it's good, kind of bit TV people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, I like that guy. It, it's yeah. people that like Amazon would pick for one of their first TV shows because they don't want to spend too much. Yeah, money. Yeah, for sure. And Which that, is not always a bad thing, and it works so. perfectly. Yeah. yeah, they're all they're all really good. Yeah. So. All right, so now it's time for Washington v. Van Dam, Names of Justice. Mm. So, here's the, here's the deal. I'm going to name the lead character from a Denzel Washington or Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. <coughs> and you need to tell me which of them it is. I'm going to ask all three of you to put Lock. in your votes. And then if you get it correct, you get a point. If not, then you don't. There are, I think, nine names on my list.
4: I have not been doing well recently with... <laughs> <laughs> competition with with yeah guessing competitions. Well,
0: here's your time to redeem yourself. So does the loser get the Benoit? No, I don't think <laughs> we can't we can't give away the WrestleMania uh uh Sacco. Yeah. Oh man.
4: So. Once we start our Midwest Wrestling Nerds podcast, we'll explain
1: Which that. I am a thousand percent in favor of you guys doing. Yeah. <laughs> I would listen to that constantly. Yeah. Would you? Oh, Absolutely. Well, I, don't, I don't care about wrestling. The only thing wrestling.
0: that I like about the wrestling is you guys. Yeah, like,
1: absolutely. That's what it is. <laughs> Talking <laughs> Joking about it? jumping around
0: yeah, about it. Absolutely. Yeah,
4: absolutely. It's so fun. Yeah. Right we'll, in at feedback at Midwest Wrestling Nerds <laughs> <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. You, your you won't will get, not get. We, we won't get it. Because it will get bounced right back. Yeah. <laughs> Off the turnbuckle. Yeah, that would be kind of it would funny. Be coming in hot off the ropes back to your inbox. But uh, if you want to hear that, because we love wrestling. Yeah.
1: You too and and Tim talking about wrestling. Have,
4: yeah, Tim would have to be on it too. Absolutely. I'm going to say Denzel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're just going to start. Right.
4: First one's Denzel. I'm putting it in now.
3: You're locking it in?
4: You locking can, uh, it in.
0: You can't do that. Well, let let what? the man do no, the goodness, gotta, put, man. All right, fine. It's going to bite you then. I don't know. What is that? <laughs>
1: Okay, I'm gonna put in Van Damme then. <laughs> I'm gonna say
0: Van Denzel. Uh, Cypher Rage. That's neither of them. Um, all right. The first one is Lincoln Rhyme. Nick, who do you think?
1: Lincoln Rhyme. Yep. I'm gonna go Denzel. All
0: right, go Joe. Yes, Denzel. Really, Denzel. It is Denzel from the Bone Collector.
3: I knew that. Mm. It's The Bone Collector. I knew that one.
0: All right. So next up we have Whip Whitaker.
1: Whip Whitaker. Oh man.
0: I'm gonna start with Willie this. Time. W- this could go either How way. How is Whip spelled? It's W-H-I-P. Not too bad. Whip Whitaker. Whip. I'm gonna
3: go. I'm gonna go Denzel again. All right. I will. I'll stick with my Denzel.
0: Okay. Uh.
1: I'll go. G- I'll go. G- I'll go. Van Dam. Just, just shake it up.
0: It is Denzel from Flight.
4: Damn. All
0: right. Next up, we've got Vincent Brazil. <laughs> Gojo. Who is it?
4: Oh, that, that's gonna be the Van Damsel. No, not the Van Damsel. Just Van Dam. <laughs> yeah, it's Van, not yeah. Tim. It's not Tim. I'll go Van Dam. Also.
0: Nick's guy, Van Dam. Willie. <laughs> yep. You guys are correct. It's Van Dam from Assassination Games. Ooh. <laughs> I almost need it's it's like I almost need a third person in here to break up the the, the cycle. Pattern. Yeah. Cuz now you got like it, there's too much anticipation that can go on here. Now we're but getting into your head. We're learning things. All right. This one's probably my favorite of the list. It's Gibson Rickenbacker.
4: <laughs> this could, this one could
0: Nick, go either way. Nick who's Gibson Rickenbacker. That's Van Damme. <laughs>
3: uh, Denzel. Ah. Uh, psh- <laughs> Oh is it both of them? Gibson <laughs> Rickenbacker. I'm going to go Denzel.
0: It is actually Van Damme from Cyborg. Oh,
3: two guitar
1: manufacturers. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right.
4: Um... The, the villain was Les Paul.
1: <laughs> yeah, really. Les Paul Stratocaster. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, Tobin Frost. Tobin Frost. Willie,
4: it is Denzel. Van Dam, Denzel.
0: That is Denzel from Safe House. Safe House.
3: <laughs> I knew that one because it's so dumb. All right. um <laughs>
0: Chance Boudreaux <laughs> 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 Van Dam. It's just so good that I had to put it oh,
3: in. Yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah it's Van Dam. Oh,
2: All right.
3: That one's from um, Hard Target, right? Yes, it is. Oh my god, he fights Lance Henriksen. <laughs>
4: it's so good.
1: Lance Henriksen character names would be a good. Uh, I bet he's got some good ones. If
3: you watch, uh, Chan- like him as Chance Boudreaux in Hard Target, you will see. You'll be like, "Holy shit! Van Dam should have played Gambit in like a '90s Gambit movie." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have
2: been cool. Actually.
0: Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go with Robert McCall. Denzel, God. Denzel, Denzel. What movie?
3: Ooh, is it the equalizer? Training
0: Day? It is the Equalizer. Fuck,
1: that sounded familiar. Do we nice. get a bonus point?
0: Well, yeah, I can give Willie the bonus point for uh, for Hard, hard target. target, and then Nick gets <laughs> the bonus point for, well, for the Squeakalizer, uh, the Squeakalizer. All right, um, we've got two left. So Luke Devereux. Van Damme. All right.
3: Yeah. Yeah, totes Van Damme.
0: Everybody got that one. And then finally, we've got Join W. Creasy. (laughs) That's spelled J-O-Y-H-N. W. Creasy. It's
4: got to be Denzel. 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 All
0: right. That is correct. It's from Man on Fire, isn't it? Yes, it is. Who spells John that way? No one. Tony Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Tony (laughs) Scott. All right, so I think our I think it's a tie between Willie and Nick because Gojo got one wrong and didn't have an extra point, so you continue to go home I, with the I, Benoit. I reclaimed the Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: so you got to start naming off more, man.
0: No, I, I mean I think this will be a continuing thing, but next time I'm gonna throw three actors into the okay. mix yeah, just yeah, to yeah. mix it up a little bit. Right, like that. that way, that way there can't be any real good answer. Anti- because I was originally thinking that I should do this. With just the list of the most ridiculous names that I could possibly think of. But then I was like, no, maybe I should narrow it down to one or the other so that we're not just sitting on one name forever. You know?
3: Three three actors, I think, is a good number. Yeah. A good, solid number. Yeah.
0: So I hope you enjoyed Washington v. Van Damme Names of Justice. Let us know what you thought <laughs> about it. If you have suggestions four names like if you know of a really really ridiculous character name please write in let us know
1: actor who's noted for having terrible yes that too yeah, yeah. anyway this is I- clever because you you sprung this on us we, had no- some pretty hard <coughs> we didn't know you were doing this so yeah. i we didn't have time to like yeah exactly
0: no i can't i can't give you guys any heads up i might be able to say hey we're gonna do another so name email game. it
1: email it because alex is the only one who checks the email yeah don't email post it, it on me. facebook
0: so all right or the gram yes so I think we'll take a quick break and then come back with our fully spoilery thoughts on Daredevil season two.
1: Mm, I forgot the spoiler there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that bodes well. See you guys in a bit. Here we are in total spoiler terry for Daredevil Season 2. We're going to be talking about all of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start off with some listener feedback. Where, from... where did we
1: leave off last time? I forgot.
0: Last nine. time we ended at Episode 9, which I can tell you yeah, is... It ends with the
3: escape from of the Punisher from prison. Okay.
0: Yes. So... Um, right
3: so, spoiler alert! Although they probably <laughs> listen to the first half if they're listening to this one. Yeah, I, I would, would assume hope. So.
0: Yeah. I would hope so. They're not. They're not listening anymore if they haven't watched the show. Yeah, because those are the rules. Yeah, that's what you yeah. gotta do. So, Gordon wrote in. Gordon said, Freeman. <laughs> Gordon Freeman. <laughs> Goddamn. <it. laughs> uh, he wrote in and said, "Hey guys, I have thoughts on Daredevil, and since most of my friends are not done with it yet, while I finished it in three sittings over the weekend, I wanted to share them with you. There will be spoilers. Blah blah blah." He said mostly he thinks we're on the same page, but we will see with the uh, last couple episodes here. This season started awesome, talking about episodes one through nine. I loved it so much more than season one, mainly because the supporting characters were going somewhere. I didn't like Foggy and Karen in season one, and I really, really liked the, where their stories were going here. Uh, you didn't leave anything unsaid about John Bernthal's Punishal, Punisher. Punishol. He was the star of the season. Uh, Heart Electra with my body and soul. and then But the last four ...or so episodes happened and I was not impressed at all. They were all over the place. I felt like the plots were diverging instead of converging. The hands sucked. The blacksmith reveal didn't work for me. The foggy Matt fights felt childish and forced. And although not without their highlights... ...Matt vs. Fisk, Matt and Elektra in episode 13 to name a few... ...I disliked these episodes. I got thrown off by the supernatural element. I know it is a comic book show... ...but then I realized when I realized we were headed towards an undead people... ...used as a brainwashed army plot or whatever it was supposed to be, I groaned. I don't like resurrections. They were one of the reasons I stopped watching Arrow, the other being that it started to suck badly. I just wish they went into another direction because the blood-draining basement felt so cartoonish compared to everything else that was going on. I got tired of the fights in the last few episodes, and here I think that I, we, are at a disadvantage of binge-watching. So I'm not sure whether the fights got worse choreographed and less spectacular in general... Or whether it was just that I didn't like the Faceless Ninjas or due to the fact that I watched 13 episodes in three days. But whatever we were gearing up for yet another one, I was rolling my eyes rather than rather than anticipating it. Having said that, the Punisher in prison fight was fucking brilliant. My mo- It is my most what the fuck did I see? Let me rewind and, uh, and see it again and again moment of the season. And in comparison, Matt and the Hall Stairways was good, but maybe a little bit pretentious. So, um... And he said he had similar feelings about Daredevil Season 1 as well as Jessica Jones Season 1. I liked it very much in the beginning, and then I just liked the last third or so for whatever reason. So, those are Gordon's thoughts on Daredevil Season 2.
3: Gordon? Real,
0: real quick, we can go over what we thought of the finale, if you guys tend to remember. Or what the the latter half of the season, what did you guys think?
3: Yeah, I, I just want to get a few thoughts out real quick, if you guys don't mind. Sure. Um, I do. <laughs> you object. <laughs> um... Damn it. Um, okay, so here's here's my issues with the last few episodes. I just want to get out of the way. Um, the strong plot of the Punisher that was so, I thought, excellently executed in the first batch of episodes kind of gets the short shrift later on. They fast track the actual becoming of the Punisher a little bit much for me. There was so much development and so much build to that moment. And then it's just like i'm the blacksmith oh you're the blacksmith i'm gonna kill you oh i have a skull i'm gonna be gone for an episode oh now i have the skull on oh here you go matt i helped you out and then gone i'm like what the last bit with him in his house was really cool i thought
0: yeah that him portion. going through the house and kind of experiencing yeah. those thoughts and, and yeah memories and, then burning, again, it and the then burning it too. to the ground too That was
3: pretty cool blowing it up blowing it up yeah <laughs> so yeah awesome. that was pretty cool um then we go on to the Electra stuff. I didn't mind the fights. I can see where the the fighting of ninjas might get a little tired towards the end. It's a, There's a lot of fighting of ninjas in this show towards the end. Um, but my problem with this, it's the same thing. I think it's another supporting character who had a, a pretty excellent setup. And the payoff for the character wound up being a little lackluster. I, I don't mind Electra's fate in the show or oh, we're spoiling right yeah okay weird, i don't mind Alec- electra theory. getting stabbed and, and killed air quotes <laughs> on the show i don't even mind her be wind up being resurrected because it's it is something that's very tied to her character and that's why it doesn't bother me um but what i do mind is this weird she is the chosen one crap at I didn't like any of that. To me, it it took away her just being an interesting, like, conflicted assassin. Like, somebody who's a person who has grown up in a world of violence who's trying to be a good person, but her natural instinct is to be bad. Like, that's what's interesting about her is yeah. her, her internal struggle.
4: It makes her it makes her less realistic. Yeah, she. I, mean, I don't want to say relatable, because, you, I mean, you can't really relate to somebody who just wants to kill, but... No. But, yeah, I mean, somebody who's been... She, she's trying to... The, the everybody's trying to force her to go against her nature kind of um and when she becomes this supernatural weapon, you just kind of take her out of the realm of oh i i can't relate to that anymore
0: it's we it's a weird choice and it's- well do, so are you guys talking about her re- the, re- the reveal that she is the Black Sky, or yeah. do you do you mean like what we're gonna see in the future?
3: No, her reveal that she's the Black Sky, and then the fact that she's what the hand's been after this whole time. I didn't buy any of that. It, it under, did
0: undercuts what happened with her previously.
3: That a little bit, and then it also just didn't make any sense. They
0: mm-hmm. tried to kill her earlier in the season. Yeah, it's they they know
4: she's a Black Sky. Like when when they reveal it, they already know. And but yeah, they, yeah they. Hand ninjas actually slice her open at one point, you know? It's like
3: where's the consistency here? Well Maybe she, they didn't realize she was at that point. Or does
0: she need to die in order to become the black sky?
3: Maybe maybe that's a problem. Maybe we don't know enough about what the black sky yeah. actually is. Which I think
0: that's a problem.
3: If it yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. If it's just the chosen leader of the hand, the person who's destined to be the next leader of the hand, okay. It's less of like a it's less of like a you have superpowers and you're gonna take over the world for us thing. It's yeah. more of like a this is our new leader for the next However many years, but I we don't get a clear picture of what that means. Yeah. We just know it's important to the hand, and I get the vibe more that it's a weapon than than a leader. Does that yeah. make sense?
4: No, yeah, it 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 seems like the black sky is is something that someone that has some kind of ability, um, something other. Whether it's a power or if I don't know or whatever, um, because. I mean, there's more than one, too, because Stick killed one killed that kid in season one because he was a black sky, if you'll remember. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's more than one. Yeah. So it could just be. Uh, well, we don't know. We don't know because they don't. They're being they're being unnecessarily vague about all of it. A little bit. Um, And it's it I think that gets a little cheap when you just keep introducing this idea, but you don't intru- you don't you avoid committing to anything about it. Uh it's just kind of stringing you along. It leaves
0: room for a lot of like questions that yeah, in the end can't have that satisfying of an answer. No, yeah.
3: Yeah, and I think unfortunately it, uh, it undercut I think is what you said and that's yeah. a good cuz she becomes a MacGuffin. Yeah. She's an infinity stone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she's <laughs> she's not a character anymore. She's a to me, that's that's confirmed. Electra <laughs>
0: is an infinity stone. <laughs>
3: Defenders in Infinity War. Um <laughs> But uh, I didn't mind her. her, I thought her her death scene was pretty well done. I liked the actress's kind of uh, how she was portraying Elektra kind of coming to grips with who she was and what it's like to feel good for the first time in her life. That's kind of interesting. And I was like, damn, this is actually, this is working. Um, But it's the Black Sky stuff where I was like, I don't like any of that. Eh. They could have just, to be honest, I would have, I almost would have preferred them just having some sort of super ninja weapon that they run on leash in New York. I mean, yeah, it would, have been, would it have been kind of cliche and we've seen it before, sure. But I feel like it wouldn't harm harmed any of the characters that way. And I feel like this one kind of does. And it yeah. detracts a little bit from... Or if
4: even she was like the, the heir to the throne of the hand or something clearly, like that. Clearly,
3: yeah, yeah. If it was clearly stated that she's the next in the long line of hand rulers, which honestly might be what it is. And that's fine. But if I wish that had been more of a, a statement made. So we yeah. were like, okay, they want her to... Take this role.
4: I feel like at this point, it seems like they don't know what a black skin is. I know, which yeah. is making it, which is making it so much
1: less. The hand of Medicare even yet. so less. Yeah, I think the omega thirteen. <laughs> we don't know what it does. <laughs>
0: Nick, what did you think of the latter half of Daredevil?
1: Uh, you know, a lot of what Gordon said is very true. I, I agree. I felt the same way about season one. I think season one episodes one through six are phenomenal. Episode seven is a cool episode because it's kind of a transition episode It's all about stick and the second half of the season in episode one, I didn't really like as much. And this one, I feel like it, I did really love it up until probably about the end of episode nine. And then (sighs) I didn't not like it, but I definitely felt, I I think I felt the, the sense of dread creeping in. I was like, they're not going to be able to wrap all this up in a compelling and convincing way. Um, the biggest disappointments, I think Frank is very rushed and it feels like, it feels like a lot was shot and then cut. Mm. I think that Electra's death was telegraphed so hard. It was just, it lost all <laughs> suspense for me when it happened. I was like, okay, just, we just got to that page <laughs> of the script. That's all. Uh, which was too bad because I really loved the scene between her and Matt, like talking about like, let's do it. Let's run away together. Like Matt... Matt giving in to that side of himself is really satisfying to me for some reason,
3: but but it's handled almost in a way that wouldn't be negative for him to do that. Does that make sense? Like, well, it's, yeah, I think it is. I think it is negative. Oh no, it totally is. But it, the way it's the way it's um, the way it's portrayed on screen almost feels like this hopeless romantic version of what that would be, yeah. and I kind of like that because that's I don't know that reminds me of the character from the comics, you know?
1: Yeah, I think it, it would have been a lot. Of, Stronger had the Matt Karen Foggy dynamic been fleshed out more and better developed throughout the season. But it the, just kind the, of the, dissolves. Yeah, Matt just shows up to the courthouse like once and then gets told off, and then Foggy's like, Don't show up. And Matt's like, Okay. <laughs> and then doesn't, <laughs> which was a little funny. The Foggy's like, I didn't mean it. He's supposed uh, yeah. to be here. It's kind of funny, but. Just something was missing between those three that that sense of like him just totally bailing on his homies constantly was kind of frustrating and how the fuck does okay this is one of the things if you if you listen to last week's episode, something I actually liked about Batman versus Superman was that there was no beating around the bush like you're Batman, you're Superman duh mm-hmm. How does nobody yet know that Matt Daredevil <laughs> or at least? I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah. If I if I had a, a close friend who was blind, I probably would be like, he's not. Beaten, yeah, but yeah. But Matt's like buff, and he's like always missing, and he's covered just, in cuts and bruises. Yeah, all the time. exactly. And Karen, they try to like <laughs> cover it up. When Karen's like, I don't know if you're in a fight club or you are an alcoholic or what. And you're like, whoa, 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 hold on. So you think he might be in a fight club? You think he's either just getting his ass kicked constantly, or maybe he can fight? It's a little. It, it, the whole thing is a little. I don't
3: know. I'm happy the ending. I felt very relieved at the end when he was just like I'm dared I'm like thank god cuz now next season we won't have the, any of that with her. You know yeah. what I mean? She was the character who I was having a hard time with not knowing i I'm just and now we've reached the point where it's getting annoying. Like yeah. that she doesn't know her. I'm just like just fucking tell her. Like I'm I that's can we just get that scene over with so we can move on? Um and I'm happy that that's going to be over. Although I did get the vibe that she figured it out on her own. Or maybe she didn't wasn't fully committed to the idea of it, but that she had an inkling when he saves her at the in the last episode when he saves her and like mm. all the people that are right, a yeah. hostage all the yeah. people he saved before you get a like she looks at him like uh I felt these biceps uh, before yeah yeah yes <laughs> i'm made out with you bro <laughs> yeah so i think that that might have been the moment when she went oh shit that might be Matt but it can't be mad, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think she had time to let it process before she was being whisked away by the cops. How does he so.
0: see with those eyes closed?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. I like there were a lot of things I like, but anyway, in the in the last few episodes, I didn't mind the ninja stuff really,
0: like because you need goons. I thought there was a good progression too. The way that you talked about it last week, where like he just starts by getting his ass beaten by the ninjas, and then by the end of it. He just knows well oh like uh, yeah can- so
1: so two two things I've really wanted from this this series are Daredevil being the the dominant fighter that he is, which we kind of finally started to get, like I liked that he he reached his final form when stick was like telling him like, do listen to their hearts like and he, look into your heart eh? <laughs> yeah. and then like seeing matt like reach this new level of fighting ability like unlocking a new move set <laughs> and yeah. like being able to like fight silent ninjas i was like this is really sweet and he's like owning them and these are people who presumably have been bred since birth to be like whoop-ass fighters yeah. and like that was really cool i was like finally finally daredevil's gonna start like just destroying people which he should yeah and uh The other thing I I did really want, though, and this is where Gordon and I disagree slightly, I like the introduction of some of the supernatural stuff because we're going to need that pretty soon. Yeah, Doctor Strange is on the horizon, and Iron Fist has a lot of supernatural elements about him. And one of the most spectacular issues of a comic book I've ever read in my life was a Daredevil comic. It was actually a six-issue arc, and I forgot the name of the arc, but it's it's when I think it's when Bendis was writing, and shortly before Brubaker took over, and. There's, it's, it revolves around a self-help group of people. It's, it's like an Alcoholics Anonymous type thing, and people are coming there that have been affected by Daredevil. That's what they're having meetings about. They're either people that he has saved or people that like, think that he has wronged them in some way, and it's so good, and Daredevil's not even in it until like the sixth issue, and it's really, really good. It's really compellingly written, but there's one guy there who knows a little bit more about Daredevil than he lets on, And he says, here's the thing about, at one point he says, here's the thing about Daredevil you guys got to understand. He's a ninja. Because he's a ninja who comes from a dark secret sect who has had secrets passed down to him for, you know, that, that have existed for hundreds of years. And he's like, ninjas aren't just like, you know, guys who wear cool outfits and are really good at martial arts. He goes, ninjas are part of like a cult that subscribe to things that are beyond our world. And Daredevil is part of this elite crew and so he knows things that like you know we don't even want to talk about and i loved that layer to the character where you there there've been a lot of ancient dark uh, ninja secrets that matt has been exposed to some of which probably involve you know resurrections and that sort of stuff so i like kind of bringing some of that into the character because this the series really feels like uh, even in season 1 he didn't start even trying his hand at any of this stuff until he was until we catch up with him in season one and i i prefer to think that he was kind of tackling some of this stuff before that so it's kind of an unfortunate in a way that we kind of saw the origin of daredevil because i wanted to see more of like that dark past some of the stuff that stick taught him that maybe was like forbidden stuff because stick clearly like went off the rails with electra Mm-hmm. So with Matt, was he like trying to do it right? Uh, I don't understand because he straight up murders a dude because he wants to kill Elektra, which by all accounts is the right thing to do. <laughs> it Technically, yes.
0: Decalogue, Daredevil <clears throat> j- Decalogue.
1: Yes, I think that's it. Yeah. it's so good. So if you if j- if you have Marvel Unlimited or anything, just find those issues and read them because they're amazing. Although read the whole the whole uh, Bendis run because it's incredible. But anyway, um, so I, I long story short, I kind of like the introduction of the supernatural stuff. I will agree the basement full of like blood pods was really dumb. Yeah. And I'd never made any sense, and what was going on with the kids never made any sense. And Nobu being back is
4: sweet, doesn't make any sense. What's
1: that pod for?
4: What it's, was in it to begin with? So here's here's what I what I piece together. Um, they're so they're putting some some herbs or something in the bloodstreams of these kids, putting something in there. They mentioned that briefly, yeah. and they're using them to incubate some kind of blood formula that they're pumping into the casket that is going to reanimate somebody
3: yeah they're it's like they're yeah that's, it's what, like I, they're, that's what i piece together they're roiding up the kids blood streams to yeah. use as blood farms for the resurrection of whoever's in the casket yeah that's and, what it you was know, in the casket they well i think yet. it was nobu they're, originally I,
4: yeah no they probably resurrected nobu and they're like we're gonna need this soon because daredevil's on the case um somebody's gonna die we were gonna want to bring them back so they're just
1: they're just priming it for electricity But when you see her in there, it's like totally empty. Like she's just laying in it. I I, I don't know. It, More I mean, blood.
4: They they probably could. They
2: probably. <laughs> 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 <We need> <laughs> <photo>.
4: <laughs> probably could have found a way to explain something about that. Um, but yeah. I think that's that's the biggest problem with with the end of the season is that it it totally branches into a into a completely new area. Uh, I, and they do it in in these last few episodes. So it goes from goes from street justice and and crime drama to now we're fighting ninjas and we have no time to tell ninjas. you anything about them because what's the giant hole for who, who knows
1: that that, that sure was so honestly well. the number one th- hanging thread like, oh, it's lost yeah. type thing that bothered me was because I was stoked. I was like, whoa, what's down there? Yeah, I <laughs> not tell you what
4: was down there. And that was pretty dope, but yeah, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna cover that. If that was the biggest problem, was they decided they were gonna branch out too far. Um, instead of instead of kind of keeping a straight line with their characters, they're they start different. Start well, different they start different arcs. They flipped the
0: switch. They flip the switch of character driven. Like, it's like halfway through the season, they forgot they were making like a superhero story, and they were like, "All right, we need to have." Yeah the actual like they're like we're we're running out of rope with frank like frank's going to become the punisher soon essentially and we need to pivot and go in a direction that makes it a grander daredevil story rather than just looking at all of these characters and in, in a particular yeah and the situation I
4: think, yeah the problem is they there's there's not we're not following one arc through the whole season it's like arcs tie up just a little over halfway through, and then we start on sec we start on secondary ones. Yeah. And but we don't have enough time to give them the we don't we don't give them the time they need. So we've got the hole is just there. Mm-hmm. We've got the the casket thing. We've got the blood farms. We've got the blacksmith. So it's like, okay, we've got four episodes. Let's all these right into one thing. Hurry up. Uh we need to we need to wrap this season up. And they and they're all rushed. They're they're all just none of them are are done well enough. Uh, so it's kind of a shame. It kind of. I
1: still uh, I still wish it still feels like there wasn't enough Matt, which I know is I said that last <laughs> time, and I, I still kind of feel that way though. Like he's there and he's doing a lot of things. Like he's involved in a lot. Of, he's he's got a lot of plot. But he doesn't have a lot of story. Like he doesn't. Yeah. It didn't feel like he. I felt like I was watching The Dark Knight, where I'm like, "Wow, Batman's in this. He's beast. just he's not doing shit. He's just there. <laughs> he's
0: kind of like, like the, all the supporting characters are like cats, and he's the cat toy on the stick that they're all just batting around <laughs> because it's all yeah. He's just bouncing off of everybody else's development, so it's not it's not satisfying for him. And he's the like the show's yeah, called Daredevil. It's, such a it's great not. Character.
2: Not, uh, they, yeah. uh,
1: they, real, real quick, the the only thing I absolutely hated was the blacksmith. Ooh, yeah. that that happened, and I I was like, "That's." <laughs> well, I just sh- I think I just shook my head and blinked can a lot. I,
0: can you guys refresh my memory as to how and why he
1: the white the white Portuguese the blacksmith? Well, yeah,
0: but how did he uh, how how did he affect Frank's family? Like, okay.
3: Um, so he was Frank's bo- like military was boss, this, yeah. okay? Yep. And they both came back stateside. <laughs> yep. Frank came back <laughs> later, okay? The blacksmith became like a drug dealer type kingpin guy. Actually, that's ha- that happens sometimes where like these guys will recruit their old boy, like their underlings from the military to help them run these kinds of operations. Like yeah. this has happened, which is crazy. And then they're all in the park, like he organizes the park meeting that winds up Getting Frank's family killed—that's it.
0: So it's all oh. random happenstance well, that Frank is
4: there. That maybe. Day. Well, see, Clancy Brown's little death monologue kind of suggests that it's not. Yeah. I mean, they 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 cram like the entire, some like, build up for Punisher season one in like one little Clancy Brown monologue that goes so goes by so fast you may not even know that it
0: happened. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I only like, I that
4: only that it knew did. it because I watched it twice. Um, <laughs> and. It's because it, he mentions he mentions Kabul or something uh, or some some place where wars happen right <laughs> and <laughs> um and a war mentions, zone a war zone mayhap <laughs> yes sorry <laughs> um and he he mentions something that happened there that clearly means something to Frank um and then Karen's like tell me about it tell me about it hurry and Punisher no he just drags him into this check, shoots him in the head so there goes that story and so there's. So there's something they just cram into into five minutes um, that could have either maybe been fleshed out or not even inserted at all because obviously it added nothing. Um, well, didn't he say that he the reason that he called off the meat was because he saw Frank? No, I he insinuated. It sounded like he insinuated to me that he he like sabotaged the meat so there would be shooting because he knew they would be there or something, or he saw them there so he like oh, I'm going to get Frank killed because reasons. Because um,
3: he's the only member of the crew not to join my... Yeah. It's it's dumb. I'm it, still not 100. And,
4: yeah, the fact that there's, there's this level of ambiguity to it, it's kind of a
0: problem. I feel like that's a question that should have gone answered here. Like, there's not... The Blacksmith
3: should have been a guy. It should not have been anything related to Frank's past. It should I, have been a drug dealer... I almost was, wish it
4: wasn't a well, blacksmith it was there was no blacksmith. I that, almost wish it was just Punisher getting out of prison and finding a more organic way to build his mission.
3: You it'd know? be fine with him kill I'd be fine with him killing that guy on the ship, that initial guy, yeah. and then Daredevil saying, How would you possibly know that was the guy? And that's it. Because now he has to, he's never going to be
0: satisfied. There you go. That's the Punisher. Like I just feel like they build so much as to the mystery to why his family died, and it's just a total. The thing thing that really blows
1: about that is that it's so much better if it's just a random act of shootout because that makes the Punisher make sense. Yeah, Yeah. it it doesn't give him that directed. Yeah, and doesn't Karen even kind of say that? Maybe I'm. Maybe not. I thought she said something to the effect of like so what happens if you catch up to the guy like that? are you, are you done or or what? And he
3: doesn't know. He doesn't he doesn't He say like he doesn't even know if he'd be done And even even maybe if he'd family
1: guy. Maybe I'm just confusing this with Batman. I don't know. <laughs> uh cuz cause, uh, cause I was thinking about Batman 89 and I thought there was this this idea that if he caught the guy who killed his parents he was going to hang up the cowl. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of how Batman 89 is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um yeah, that's stupid. It's way better when, when Frank's family just got tragically murdered by thugs and then he just proceeds his holy crusade of just cleansing the, the world of scum
3: it's better if it's completely wrong place wrong time yeah, and Punisher the doesn't worst need a possible person for this to happen to like the like yeah, the yeah, one yeah, man yeah. you didn't want to do this to you know Wait,
1: oh god that's, that's so awesome <laughs> like yeah, that, that sounds like a great 70s movie that's like that's like death wish <laughs> it's like john Wick. <laughs> like you, kind you kind of fucked yeah. with the wrong dude like yeah, you exactly. screwed up like this the is not the guy you want to yeah that's with. so much more satisfying than like some grand conspiracy between because not only is there this blacksmith thing but it turns out that like the, the da was involved and it was a sting and like they had they had people undercover and so we have to cover it up it's too and convoluted
3: like, there's no reason
1: for it yeah now. it was kind of compelling for a while like why are they why are they trying to hide it but the the payoff wasn't particular it, i remember the I, payoff I, happened and i'm like oh Just i did a shrug i did like the framing uh punisher though when when I don't even remember who revealed who was revealed was
3: doing that. Was it Clancy and his blacksmith? Rooms? It, the, it was uh, his crew. Black it was his crew. His yeah, military they didn't guys. Say it certainly, but but they had the same kind of tactics that Frank would have. So it makes sense that they were the ones to. I, I,
4: I love they talk about his precise military tactics, which revolve around just spraying bullets into any building. <laughs> like he's really oh, good at yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. That's how. That's exactly how military. I, but was. it was
0: only that one room. <laughs> it's just the one room.
1: I was so torn about the. Uh, the Frank on the water tower with a 50 cal because listen to that sentence. I just said, it's, it's <laughs> awesome. It is. Like that's really, 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 really cool. And it gave us the nice moment of, of kind of the, the bro acknowledge bro moment. Like, Hey man, we may, which is, I love the relationship of daredevil and the punisher. Like they, they may not agree, but they, they, there's a little bit of, there's a level of respect to an extent, certainly from the punisher to, to daredevil. At the maybe very maybe least less. tolerance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And that little moment was kind of cool. I was like, okay, that that was kind of neat. neat." But but it really feels like they originally shot the Punisher showing up on the roof with a Gatling gun and killing 180 ninjas by himself. Which, honestly, either why not do both or just do that? Because that was the kind of payoff that we needed.
0: He pops up to, like, shoot two of them, and then he's like, fuck, I need the Gatling gun. Well, no, because they're showing... They're they're showing... They're showing hordes of ninjas, and I was like... It was beautiful. It was so good.
4: So many ninjas, and then they get up to the roof. Oh, there's gonna be so many. There's a dozen lined (laughs) up. Turns out we were just
1: watching them all run the other way. (laughs)
4: They're like, guys, my shift's up. I I gotta go punch out. Yeah, they're going home. And then, so
1: there's, like, 13 left on the roof.
4: And then, like... Only four of them are left standing, and then and then that's when Punisher's like, it's just too little, <laughs> yeah. too late. Um, yeah, it should have been. If you're gonna have this this grand fight finale, make it a grand finale. Yeah, um, man. Like, I think. Oh. If, what if they just like <laughs> cut out most of the blacksmith stuff and then just have Punisher just. Just show up when things are really going to shit. And That's just, what I thought he, was he launches happen. an RPG onto the roof, blows twenty ninjas into bits. It's just three the episodes of
0: killing ninjas.
4: Yes, yes. <laughs> it's
3: literally remember that that scene from Predator that everybody always makes fun of with oh the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, shooting yeah. the fucking trees, <laughs> yeah. destroying the jungle. It's that, yeah. but with ninjas. Like <laughs> instead of trees, yeah, ninjas are just. It's a 3 r loop out. of John Berthold screaming <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I honestly like that that would have been so much more satisfying Clancy Brown I mean he's awesome but I, I, I he's great Brown. but yeah, what but... the
4: so dumb the, the story was it was trying it, to jam in a whole nother arc and everywhere. it
0: totally and, undercuts one of my favorite moments of the first part of the season with him Ray on the Cartman's stand yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah, like that's that was fantastic just, oh god just end it there and just then afterwards uh, oh.
3: but as soon as she walks in that house you know like, okay she, he's the bad guy like Gosh, that's she, my I, I instantly was like okay he's tied into the conspiracy somehow because yeah. why bring Clancy Brown yeah, back exactly. at this point <laughs> like well, unless you're going to use him as a villain now what's the point there, can I say two things that I really did like about the latter half of the season? Because sure. I, overall, I liked the season. I'm just gonna. Throw yeah, out I think the, we all liked oh, yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 I would we're take. Just, we're being critical. Any but.
0: of the Netflix Marvel seasons over like Arrow at this point, and yeah. probably sure. the Flash, even though I like season. And maybe one, maybe but.
3: the show with the baseball bat guy. Yeah, um, one, yeah. But <laughs> baseball Batman. Baseball Batman. <laughs> um, the him picking up the micro disc got me super jazzed because yeah. it's one of those little things. Where I'm just yeah. like, oh, I got. Oh I got 'cause he I think he had a black van that he was walking up to too. So the
0: Punisher picks up a disc that says Micro. Micro. What yes. does that mean?
3: Do you want to know? A little bit. Microchip is a person. Okay. It's you. It's, it's to the Punisher. you, the comic book character. <laughs> it's his head. He chills and in Punisher's battle van because yeah. he has a battle van. Yeah. And it's decked out on the inside, looks like a shitty old black van on the outside, and he like he's like Frank. You got two up top, and he just like he's awesome. He's like hacker guy. So is my uh, girl like an AI? He's hacker
0: mode, huh? My, like, or is that just like? I, don't I know, think whatever, it's gonna be a
3: person. Matter. It's probably got some sort of contact information okay. on it, purely because it's just got one phone number. <laughs> on it's it's not the reverse. Frank's it's operating it's a, CD. a notepad, <laughs> and, like, one file, text, text file. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that seems to be in line with Frank's technological. It's tech, <laughs> tech, true. Tech to be I mean, fair, um, no, I, the only reason I say that is because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think they would tie any of this stuff into the ABC shows, because I thought that these are three kind of separate worlds yeah. at this point. But um, they made a couple references to that, which I mentioned last time, like tie-ins to that. A little bit. A little bit. And on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, one of the people mentions that she has a contact named Microchip who's in the computer suite. So I'm assuming yeah, it's, it's going be, to be yeah. him. Bernthal kills I hope Agents so. of S.H.I.E.L.D. What, he, if
0: they, what if they insert Bernthal into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, he doesn't no. belong there. Nope. Right.
3: nope. It's, it's, honestly, yeah, I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. To, I do. Yeah. I, I actually, don't want a I, bunch I, of bloodless I, punisher I, killing. No, yeah. I don't want that. And I, and I wouldn't want Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to become a bloodbath because that's yeah. not the show it is. It's super rig- ridiculous sci-fi at yeah. this point. So, um, That was awesome. The the best scene in this last bit of of episodes is Matt and Fisk in oh. in the interrogation room together. That was good. Oh my god! Yeah. What a what a a clinic those two put on for us. Like <laughs> that was wonderful acting. I I, I I mean like I loved the, the role. It was like it, it was like a wrestling match. Gojo, uh, the, we How you know so? we think we know who's on top. And then the tables are turned oh, yeah. and then they might be turned again. Like there's a lot of like reversals and counters and things. And then it ends, it ends <laughs> in this pulls out a chair. Yeah. I mean, there, there were chairs in the room <laughs> and there was a table in the room. So no, I mean, I just like, I love the fact that I love that Fisk wound up with the upper hand by the end of it. Cause you really, for a minute there, you go get it, Matt. Like you just shut this son of a bitch down. Like good for you to lawyer him, you know? And then he's like, no, like, I don't care about you. I'm I, he's not the same Fisk anymore. Yeah. And I love that. Like he's he is out for blood now. Not for the purpose of bettering a city or or any of any noble you know what he conceives to be these noble causes, but he's just out for blood for revenge. And that's awesome.
4: And I I love the little scene that suggests that he's figured it out.
3: When he has he the cut figures, on his lip and yeah, he's like
4: he, He's like he drinks the wine, feels the cut on his lip. Cuz Matt like, gets that I one, one hit in. Yeah. I know that cut. And he, he's yeah. he's going to he's going to read up the files When Fisk gets back, he knows he's gonna know Matt's Daredevil.
3: I love that one. That. That one hit that Matt gets in that cuts him. And he doesn't, he doesn't react at the moment because he's, he's still in the middle of a fight. But you, like, there's almost a moment. He's still I swear, gorilla he's yeah. in guerrilla mode. Yeah, red mist, yeah. <laughs> there's a moment where Charlie Cox, I swear, I think it was intentional, where he almost checks himself. You can see in his face like, fuck, I can't do that. Like, mm-hmm. I can't be hitting this dude, even though I really should because he's going to kill me.
1: What, one of you guys texted. It was one of the two of you that said by the end of the season you would know who the villain of Defenders that was
3: me. is. And he told me that when who, who I Who do you watching. think it is? Because I, uh, I don't know. See, it's the,
4: tough. The first view, like before I really, well, the first run through, I thought it was going to be Fisk because Fisk has figured out who Daredevil is. Fisk is going to get out. Fisk is going to have his a whole new empire built up. That was my and, thought too. Yeah. But now I'm thinking we might get Electra. We might get Electra with hand. I,
1: I would prefer that because the Defenders can take down Fisk. No question. Luke Cage will walk in and smash his head, and he'll be dead. So, (laughs) yeah, that's and and initially, or Iron Fist punches through him, and he's dead. (laughs) Choose choose your fate for
2: Fisk. It it is sealed. Choose your fate. (laughs) What?
3: No, the only you know what I I was on the same page as you watching the first time. Oh, he's going to be the villain of Defenders, and I went, no, they're they're planting seeds for Born Again, big time planting seeds for Born Again. We had Nuke show up on on Jessica Jones. Yeah, He's true. a huge part of Born Again. We have a lot of Luke stuff was with great too. I loved Nuke was really cool. Yeah, we had Karen Page. Uh, Karen Page's backstory is being teased a lot more, which mm-hmm. is a big part of Born Again. Kingpin's acting like Born Again. Kingpin. It, I so I would you can't do that as the Defenders plot because then you bastardize Born Again with a bunch of other characters that shouldn't be in Born Again. I mean, I love Iron Fist and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, but they shouldn't be in Born Again. That's a Daredevil story. So here's hoping that it's that Daredevil season three is born again and they do something else with Defenders. I guess I
1: guess, guess it could be, be I guess But for, then I don't want the hand again. I guess That's for sure. Defenders, you could probably do bo- a little bit of both.
3: You, well, yeah.
4: And well we I mean we we're halfway through our characters right now. Um God knows what they're gonna introduce in the next two. They could just be an iron fist, like something with iron fist. Uh it like could be Steel like, Serpent. It could be it's just a Crane yeah. Mother. Yeah, at this point, I would say it's looking like it, there's something big with the hand coming in the future. The hand, That's is, the hand are
1: the tell. perfect villains for the defenders because they're yeah. huge, they're endless, they're supernatural. Matt can't tackle them on it's his the own. It's the Chitauri clearly. for Avengers. Yeah. Like it gives you the yeah. it's it a stupid yeah. Chitauri, yeah. but yeah. interesting. Yeah, and yeah. the the uh, the God, the reappearance of Madame Gal was awesome. Like yeah. as soon as she showed up, I was like, yes. Yes. oh, yeah. how
0: about Hogarth? Did you guys oh, love yeah. cool. Hogarth? Yeah. 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 Cool.
1: Absolutely. I really loved Hogarth. That was like, cool. She was, was she's cool character. great, yeah. So this this takes place firmly after Jessica Jones. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um honestly if Defenders if Defenders ended or like in the last two episodes, if if Matt's identity was outed to the public and Defenders uh to to lead into Daredevil season three, I would actually be totally in favor of that. Because I I think that the show needs to keep its momentum moving. And if they do like Born Again in season three, and then do like Out, so to speak, uh, I think that's the name of the first arc when his identity gets revealed. It's out. Is, is yeah. out. Uh, if they do Out for season four, that'd be cool. But I kind of like the idea of Defenders ending with Matt's identity being revealed, and the rest of the Defenders kind of being like, "Well, see you if you need us. <laughs> you know where to find us." We but gotta We're really go. sorry because part of what makes, although it would be cool if if that happens later, because one of the best parts of Out and the whole. Uh, falling out there of his identity being revealed because a lot of people don't believe it and a lot of people do and it's really fun to watch people react to it but his his dudes, Luke and Iron Fist and Spider-Man show up to basically give him support mm-hmm. and say, hey man, this is horrible. We're here we for you. We got your back. Yeah. So it'd be cool to see them all say that but it would also be really cool if just in season four or whatever of Daredevil randomly they just show Spider-Man. up for an episode yeah. they just meet him on the roof by the water tower and just say, hey man, we're real sorry about all this. <laughs> like It's real shitty and they, and they and they go out together and kick some ass because there's that one issue that. You and I were sending panels of back and forth to each other where they all go to a
3: warehouse and just beat up a bunch of goons, and it's, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I would love I would love for season three to be Born Again, a, a, a relatively close adaptation. It doesn't have to be super close. There's too right. much. It, adapt it in, in its own way. Do your own thing with it. They've done a good job of that so far. But do a, do a, a Born Again, a version of Born Again. And I'd love for season four, if it happens, to be like the first half be out. With his identity getting dropped, and then the second half being Devil in Cell Block D, that mm. would be sweet. With him and Fisk in prison together, and having to team up together to get out of prison, and the Punisher getting arrested on purpose so he can break out. So yeah, devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be awesome.
1: Like these three <laughs> bros in prison together. Like it's, fuck really, it's really great actually because yeah. people keep cor- like some of the criminals believe it, <laughs> so and oh they keep God. cornering him in like the laundry room, thinking like they're gonna kill him, and they come in there with like shivs and stuff, and then matt proceeds to wipe the floor with him and like and daredevil in the comics is really mean like daredevil in the show is not the, as mean of a guy yet as he is in the comics where he doesn't give a fuck like he'll he will break people <laughs> he kind of is that way a little bit in season one in season yeah. two he wasn't quite so much he mellows out but, a little bit but. yeah which is interesting but uh, yeah he like goes into the laundry room i think he leads them in there on purpose actually they're tailing him trying to find somewhere to, sh- to, to kill him and it's either in like the showers or the laundry area and then he just like turns around and just snaps arms and legs and shit he's breaking everyone and then the security gets there and he's like cowering in the corner like ah they've attacked me then they turned on each other and so no one catches him doing daredevil shit but, uh, but the criminals and he keeps antagonizing them anyway just so you can Like his goal in prison is to hurt as many people as possible while he's there and it's so good
3: plus you could have Finn Jones show up if you do devil and cell block D which is kind of cool because mm. he, he yeah yeah, he puts on the Daredevil costume yeah that's true uh, Iron Fist does that's badass yeah. he does it to to show the world a, that Matt is not yeah. Daredevil yeah, see I'm cool. not Daredevil yeah there's an amazing moment when he doesn't tell him <laughs> yeah. there's an amazing moment when um, yeah he doesn't tell yeah, Matt, Matt that he's doing Matt it Matt gets out and he tries to fight he's finds like, who the, the imposter fuck is Daredevil this guy? and they start fighting <laughs> it, was, it was really cool because in the comics for I I don't know it was probably like six months worth of comics where you were like who is this other guy in the Daredevil costume oh. and they laid some really cool seeds for you to figure it out If you read a bunch of Marvel books during that time period, um, but the moment when he fights Second Daredevil and all the and he and Second Daredevil gets gets hit pretty hard and comes back and he his fist lights on fire and you're like, oh shit, it's Iron <laughs> Fist. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I
1: really hope they do a Punisher season. Me too. I'm surprised cool. they haven't confirmed it yet.
0: I think I think what they should do is take. What I would see them doing after Defenders is being like, all right, we still got Daredevil, but Heroes for Hire becomes one thing. You got Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist in like, On like, one show. Yeah. And oh, then all Punisher! Punisher! Either that or the two, and then just the t- yeah, own show. Yeah, Ooh. Like either, either way. way. But if they kind of compress that to make room for the Punisher or something like that, I think that would Punisher be. Punisher Moon Knight. But if you
3: if you did that though, if you if you took even let's just to say the two, compressed it into one show. Yeah. That opens up a slot, if you want to call it. There's your Punisher show, and then just add another show. Like at it this was, point, give us Moon Knight or Blade. Or Ghost Rider. Give us
1: somebody Supernatural. Yeah.
3: Even if they did a a shorter season, I'd be fine with that. They don't have to do 10 for every season. They probably should be short. They don't have to do 10, or what is it, 13 13. for every season? Give me a six-episode Moon Knight series. See
0: how it does. They should, I mean, they should honestly rethink. I think these seasons would be stronger if they were 10 episodes. They should be 10. They shouldn't be 13. And if they, you know...
3: I think they'd be less apt to go off on these weird tangents and then forget where they went. What if
0: they were like, we're taking three episodes off of... Off of Luke Cage and Iron Fist to give you six episodes of like somebody. Okay,
3: I thought you were gonna say something that you give me this look like you're doing the thing uh, where you try to get me excited and get a reaction out
0: of me. Well, <laughs> six, episodes of, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, go, like six episodes of Moon Knight. Yeah, but like six episodes, it'd be amazing. That would be pretty cool because I think they made the 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 deal with Netflix was like we are gonna produce like fifty hours of TV for you or something like that.
3: And they've already, I mean, while well,
0: they're. 13, 13 is 26, so 39, 39 right, right now. They've got 11 left or whatever. Yeah, but, but
3: Daredevil 2 wasn't in the original contract anyway, so yeah, they're so. clearly willing to just say, this they're, is working, yeah, it's a benefit for everybody. Right
0: <laughs> now, Netflix is just shoveling money at people to make TV shows. So They it's, need to be a
3: little careful. I, like I'm a little, There's a lot of Netflix originals. I don't, I don't know, maybe it doesn't work the way well, that...
0: Well, here's the thing. Like There was a recent article that said something like, over the last five years, Netflix has lost tons and tons of content. So now they're making up for it by making their own stuff because it's cheaper for them to do that.
3: Really? Really? Yeah. It's cheaper for them to go out and shoot a show like this than to acquire content from a studio?
0: Yep. Wow. That's why That's why this discrepan- that discrepancy is leading to them being like, here are $5 billion towards TV So they're shows. doing better because
3: of this. So they the goal is that they, they think they'll be doing better. Well, think about
0: it this way because the only place you're going to watch Daredevil is on Netflix. Yeah, they haven't can't Blu-ray. put Daredevil on well not on Blu-ray, but you can't put Daredevil on no. Hulu, you can't put it on Amazon. This is just them and they control it.
3: No, like I said they haven't even done a physical release
0: yet. Yeah. So like even house of
3: cards and it's, uh Orange is the New Black have yeah. sets out. This one doesn't even
0: So it's you know. kind of like a it's it's one of those things where like people were saying what are all these streaming services going to do as the prices drive up because cable starts dying. And these people need to, like, sell their shows somehow. They need to make money off of it somehow. Well, they lose the content. And then Netflix is like, if we want to stay relevant, we got to make our own shit now. And that's when that whole arms race started happening. So it's, like, it's interesting.
3: Yeah, Netflix and Amazon, I think... Well, Netflix is doing the best, I think. I, I think they have the best content overall.
0: It's not like... But. Sorry. It's not like... um. What was I going to say? It's not as though... God damn it! I lost it. I had a really good point, and it's gone.
3: Aww. it's not like Nintendo no. versus Sega. Is that the kind of thing you're trying to say? Meanie.
0: no, Meanie. No. <laughs> I don't know. It was a good point. What you're saying is right, the Walking right into feedback hop over to Netflix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me know what I was thinking. Feedback Midwest Film. Netflix, <laughs> Amazon. How? Hulu, so what was the Luke Crackle, Cage? What was the Luke Cage? Voodoo. <laughs> Which one is Negan gonna? Pandora. Kill? Um, how? What was the Luke Cage teaser?
3: He walks into a gym. Did you see
0: it? No, it didn't pop up for me after really? I finished. He like
3: walks a into a gym, sliver of a scene, and some dudes shoot at him. I think it's Fogwell's gym. I think it's the one where Matt works out. It's the speed I, bag. It mentioned something about Harlem in the teaser. Oh, that's so probably it's not just, Fogwell's. Yeah, yeah they shoot him, and the bullets bounce off, and he goes, "Man, I keep gotta wear, I gotta buy new shirts. I hate buying new yeah, clothes." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. it. And then a guy flies through a wall. <laughs> and then Luke Cage in these big,
4: bold 70s letters. Sneak awesome. King. Yeah. Sneak King font. Sneak King font, yeah. <laughs> Which is super cool. <laughs> it, it is the right font. It is the Sneak King <laughs> font. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, the only things I know about Luke Cage is that Rosario Dawson's in it, and Luke Cage is in it, and that Luke Cage wears a tiara at some point. Willie told me. So. <laughs> That's real good.
2: Yeah,
0: I think I know one other thing from the casting that I won't say. Ben hmm.
1: Jones must be in it.
0: No.
3: Well, he should be.
0: Well, I think uh, maybe Fisk. Claire, that's her name, right?
3: Yeah, he just said Rosario Dawson.
0: Yeah, her mother's been cast.
3: Oh, her, the character of her mother. Yeah. Okay, I know the villain is the one of the villains is Cottonmouth. I know that. Okay, and then there's a female villain that's been a Luke Cage uh, staple for a long time.
1: Luke is the one I'm I'm nervous about now because I think that they've had. Daredevil season one was, was a hit, Jessica Jones was a hit, season two was a hit, and I'm nervous that they're due for a, a little bit of
0: a dud. I was this relates to what I m my thought that I lost. It's not like every Netflix show has been a home run. Like no. nope. the, we talked about it the other day, like Hemlock Grove, the Eli Roth show and like all that those other shows, they've had things that don't hit, but the thing is when they have a show that's gold, it does like it's everybody talks those about it. Those gangbusters, yeah. So.
1: Oh, yeah, it's like the new modern uh water cooler talk
0: yeah and i don't know if you guys saw that uh i mentioned to gojo and willie in the car at one point from when we were in there for Nikki's birthday uh there's a show that's starring ashton kutcher and danny masterson yes and yeah have you seen did you watch the trailer for that no it looks like utter trash (laughs) it looks like the worst sitcom that you could ever make and it's out now. I haven't watched any of it. I'm kind of curious, but I really just want to make Tim watch it. So <laughs> after Southland Tales. Yeah.
1: I've heard that the uh Will Arnett show is good. I forgot what it's called. I saw
0: yeah, it's called uh like uh Chipped
1: or something.
0: Yeah, yeah like I don't know. Scorched. Swerved. I wanna look it up now. Cloud Stressling. The
3: WWE network show swerved. Uh, <laughs> swerved.
1: Which is just oh oh oh! Before I forget, uh, Gordon, if you're Freeman? still yeah, <laughs> uh, if you're still listening, flaked, flaked.
0: was the will on that? So sorry, yes. Gordon, if you're still listening,
1: Gordon, if you're still listening, I what you said about uh, maybe the show suffering from you binging it. This is something I've been really, really, really contemplating ever since this whole Netflix model came about, and I really want to explore it more. I would love to, uh, to know. What your friends think because you said they haven't they didn't watch it as rapidly and so I think that's really interesting because I have yet to meet someone who hasn't watched this show in like under seventy two hours. John watched it immediately
0: and and loved it all. You know, like um, he likes it more than season one, which I'm. That's a leap. I don't know if I want to say that, but, but I, I just think um, it's
1: really interesting the idea that people can now experience fiction at a different rate or like TV, I mean yeah, I guess you always could and once home video came out. And and I guess books already existed in this way yeah. where you could read a whole book and, like, what? like I'll read a book in, like, a couple of days and it'll take people months or weeks to read a, to read a book. And I, and I might do the same thing. Like, it's taken me, like, three years to finish Dune, partially because it's that long. <laughs> but it, it's it, it's an interesting thing. I really want to know more. So if there's any good articles out there or anything that's talked about, like, how the effects of... I'm not. I'm not even talking like psychological or physiological effects of watching TV <laughs> like this at this rate, but just how people are experiencing these stories differently because there are some really brilliant cliffhangers built into Daredevil and they don't matter at all because you just go next and just keep watching. See, yeah, that's the cliffhangers. That's,
0: that's the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it what? all comes back to mm. to The Walking Dead. That's um, some brilliant
3: cliffhangers.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were making a cliffhanger reference, or something. <laughs> Leon. It's wonderful. Leon, (laughs) star
3: of cliffhanger. Yes. (laughs) Hanging out with John Lithgow. Uh Uh-huh.
0: That's the thing is that these cliffhangers are always designed to make people come back next week, but when coming back next week is just... Hitting enter or just waiting just for the next waiting 15 one. Fifteen seconds, like, not moving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking at your phone. You for can seconds, literally do which nothing. I'm done. Yeah. 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 Like I could press the button, but I'd rather check my text message. You could really be cool. dead in the next episode. We'll play,
1: dude, dude. You know what's funny is like I'm I'm so conditioned now when there's a loading screen in Fallout or Skyrim to just grab my phone and go on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, like it's so disgusting. Like why can't I why can't I just look out the damn window and just like, why can't and, you just
4: twirl the 3D model like the rest of us? I, I do that. <laughs> Actually, I
1: twirl and zoom at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no it's, it, but yeah, I think it, I think there's something to be said, and it, I think it's really interesting. I want to know the rate at which people watch these because I remember this started with Lost when Lost season one was out on DVD, and right when it came out, and I took it home and I started watching it, and I was like, Oh my god, this is good! And my brother jumped in on like episode four or something really early, and we stayed up so late because <laughs> when we still lived at home, both of us, and uh we, st- oh my god, and we would have class the next day and. I think he might have still been in high school, and we would stay up to, like, three. And, like, that stupid Lost, you, the, the way the title would just go boom, and, like, you hear the sound, and you'd go, oh, my God, another one.
2: <laughs> they Again!
3: got me! They got me! Well, they got me! Like the
1: Portlandia sketch uh, where they're watching Battlestar Blackstone. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. And they lose their jobs, and their power gets cut off because they don't pay their bills. Yep. And, like, it's it's exactly that. It's uh, Well, that,
0: I mean... I came into 24, my parents watched season 4 of 24, and they loved it. Starting Chris
2: Jericho? Wait. <laughs> oh, you weren't there for you that. You missed that joke. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. He kind of no. looks like
0: Jack Bauer, Chris Jericho. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> But season 5 started up, and my mom was like, hey, the show's great, you should watch it. So I started 24 at season 5, watched the whole season, loved it. And then it became me coming up to Family Video to rent from one of you the first four <laughs> seasons of 24, and I vaguely remember this. It was over summer break, and I would just binge it. Like, I would, f- like, I probably finished a season of 24 in like two or three days. I
3: think I remember part. saying to you, like, I'm concerned. Like, I think I, I was like, dude. No, this is,
0: this is like even before I was working That, Like, I no, probably. No no, no, no,
3: no, I know. No, I think I remember seeing you go oh. out there and rent it. And I think I remember saying to you
0: like I probably came I was in like, looking like man, you like, showered and you were like dude you need to slow down. Eyes uh,
4: unfocused I, and who's baggy this guy Your with hair the ponytail who is pony <laughs> who's watching all this 24. <laughs> I
3: was like man you're watching a lot of 24.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah that I mean that probably happens but <laughs> I'm fairly certain it did. <laughs> oh, this is actually all will come back I'm around. I'm just, to just picturing
3: me now. now
1: like young Alex oh <laughs> my god clean shaven ponytail flip flops bass pro shops t <laughs> shirt and and
4: and and, (laughs) and then you have to you have to picture you have to picture long-haired willie now being like dude dude are you all right being like the caring video store representative here yes
3: the video guru But, I
4: think I probably had hair
0: at that point too. I, I, yeah.
2: think, <laughs> I think you did. I think, I think we all did. had more hair. <laughs>
4: I think,
0: but what I wanted to get to is that it, I think it comes down to like you want to say some of the effects. I think it comes down to you don't retain as much, obviously. Like oh, you yeah. don't, you don't have that week to be like, man, what the fuck is going to happen on the next? Or episode? time to
1: process like yeah. what what was laid down because I'm sure if I watch season two again right now, I'll, I'll be like, oh yeah, I, I do remember that scene, and it may. You I, impact your, your takeaway at the end of the season.
0: I feel like we need to find a pair of twins that have <laughs> the same opinions on everything, because those exist. And then we'll have them sit down. One of them will watch Daredevil all in a row, and then the next one will watch it week to week.
4: I, I can say that um, the second... Now, it's, it's kind of skewed, because it's a second viewing. Mm-hmm. But the alm- <laughs> The almighty. The almighty second viewing. But, uh, I mean, it, it, the, the end of the season felt a lot more palatable <laughs> to me. Mm-hmm. When I was spreading it out um when i wa- when I just did the the pure sloth mode, just sit on couch <laughs> next next next, and watch the entire series, I was up until two o'clock, just Binging daredevil yeah i just i i did i wasn't watching because i wanted to anymore i was watching just to complete it <laughs> yeah yeah you um, probably like zoned yeah. out for some so, scenes yeah, did so it's it's not good doing anything for like 13 hours straight no. is going it's, it's not even
0: not i kind of like spaced out those last 3 or 4 episodes and to me it wasn't like it's still Those are episodes that I didn't need to retain much on, it felt like, because they just weren't as strong as the rest of them, but I don't know. That's all.
3: I watched four episodes, or seasons of Prison Break in three days once. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not Four seasons of Prison Break in three days. (laughs) What the... Uh, I, don't, I don't remember anything that happened on the show. <laughs>
4: I, on, I, I have no idea what happened on that show. They got out of prison and they got back in and then they probably got back out again. Yeah, they, they break out of
3: prison and the second season, it's like the fugitive. But uh, then the third season is a Mexican prison and the fourth season is a government conspiracy.
1: <laughs> I, I remember watching season one and when it ended, I was like, that was a good show. Well done. And like, Prison Break Season 2. I was like, what? No. They got out. They broke out of prison. Prison, prison Broke. Prison broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, where does
4: it go from here? Oh, season 3, man. Prison Fix.
0: <laughs> we we'll right. go back to prison. We've been talking a lot. Oh, I, I did. Th- I was thinking the other day about, or not the other day, but the, the category on Netflix of things that, don't, that you and I only appreciate. I feel like Battle Creek is going to be in there. I feel like we're gonna watch that, Vince. I'm Gilman actually driving
1: show. to. I'm driving through Battle Creek tomorrow, yeah. and and Except back, by serial and back game. in the same day. So.
0: You should stop and watch an episode of Battle Creek. No, in Battle Creek, kidding.
4: I I I watched the first episode of that, and I was like,
0: mm, yeah, no. Does it feel like a networky CBS show? It is feels.
4: That? Uh, I, now it's just the first episode, but yeah. it feels like it doesn't really have an identity. It has no yeah. personality. What
0: is this? It's the show. There's a show called Battle Creek that aired on CBS, but it was sold to CBS by the creator of Breaking Bad, Vince Gilligan. Okay, it and stars so,
1: Josh Duhamel and Dean Winters. Dean Winters. I will say
4: I was expecting it to be a comedy because yeah. Dean
0: Winters. <laughs> um, it, it like even the the art and everything around it makes it, it looks, looks like, like it's, it's, it
4: looks like it's a comedy. the The first scene of the first episode is kind of a comedy scene, and then it turns into kind of a not really that. That episode was not great. Maybe, right. maybe I just need to stick with it. I, I'll,
0: I'll probably, I'll probably watch. I don't think I will shows stick with based it. on the first episode. Dean Winters, yeah, yeah. star of
3: Hellraiser, Hellseeker. Yes, probably.
0: The, yes,
3: he fights Pinhead in that movie. No, I will say about
4: Bosch, does he just push in? Because that's how. You no, meet I wasn't it wasn't. I mean, Bosch. I forgot
0: <laughs> to talk about something we've been watching, but maybe next time.
1: Is Pinhead ever defeated with a giant pincushion? Because that would be
3: real <laughs> satisfactory. No. <laughs> I don't think so. Not yet. I watched Not nine yet. of those movies in three days, so. Uh, I don't remember. He fights a computer in one. <laughs> and Lance Henriksen it, comes out of the computer and he's like, Rudd's get out, out of here, Pinhead. No, uh, no, but Adam Scott's in one of them. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. Well, that's cool. Paul Rudd in? Isn't he in something?
3: Gen Paul y Rudd Cups. is in uh, Gen Y Cups. Hmm. And Halloween uh, uh, 6. Okay. He's really good at it, too. (laughs) I I sometimes, in the middle of the day,
1: just still randomly think about you guys describing Halloween 3, and I just start laughing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like Stonehenge. (laughs) (laughs) You need to watch it. No, I don't want to, no, because in my mind, it's it's really, really good.
0: All right. Feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Let us know what you think of the show, the things we talk about, at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, MidwestFilmNerds.com com or com. I mean. Shop there. Give us money. One of those dot coms. Yeah. I oh, hear Daredevil physical copies there. <laughs> <laughs> um, next week, uh, I don't really know what we're going to do. There's a Richard Linklater movie coming out called Everybody Wants Some, but I don't know if it's limited or not, so I don't know if we're going to be able to see that. There was one other thing that I was maybe interested in, so I don't really know about that. But uh, the week after is going to be uh, The Jungle Book. I don't know if you guys have heard, but the critics are buzz about The Jungle Book. Really? Everybody has loved it pretty much. And I've seen a lot of people saying you need to see this movie in 3D. I'm so excited. So I What's, will probably go see it in 3D. Is the, kid's name, is the kid's
4: mother's name Martha? I don't know. Because I would love that. I've if if the panther is like, what did you just say? And then the gorilla is like, what did you just say? And then the bear is like, wait, what is what? Did, why did you say that name? The bear.
0: Oh, the bear. Brian of the Midwest Game Nudes podcast uh, texted me and wants to know if we were going to review Hardcore Henry. I don't know if anybody's seen the trailer for that. Uh, or, yeah, uh, I have. It's seen. a first person shooter movie, right? Pretty yeah. much.
3: If we've got nothing else, that. probably. <laughs> <laughs> If we've got nothing else I'd say it's a
0: possibility. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It's not my first I, choice, I'll be honest. I would but, pick the Linklater movie over that one. I mean, for I would sure.
4: see I would I don't not that I'm going to volunteer myself, but that seems like the kind of movie someone should see. Maybe Brian could see it.
0: <laughs> Brian right in. Let Brian, us. Know. the kind Watch. of movie
4: someone should see. <laughs>
1: hey, you know what? It looks it does look interesting and I'm sure that um there there's it has me intrigued a lot about how a lot of the stunts and stuff are achieved and, and just how they shot it, but I don't. I honestly, and I've never said this about a movie before. I'm not sure I could watch it. Like, I feel like it's I'm, disorienting. I like get sick. But trailers are really disorienting.
0: How I like. How's it not a Neville Dean Taylor movie? Yeah, no doubt.
3: Because they can't get work after Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance, <laughs> which is pretty good, actually. <laughs> that's
1: confusing because that's a great marriage right there of of author and subject.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bye. Alex why go watch a movie.
1: Make it Ghost Rider
3: too. Eddy,